What is good, Badger fans? As mentioned before, we are back with the second episode of A Shot of Whiskey Podcast, brought to you by the good people at New Amendment as a part of Beyond the Big Ten Podcast Network. Make sure you go check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And on YouTube and all of the socials, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok with the handle at Beyond the Big Ten. Josh Gosser, what's happening, man? What's good with you? How are you? Yeah, right. what's up, Jordan? How are you? Uh, what's going on across the pond these days? I'm back. I'm back in London this time. So, like you said, like we talked about, the microphone works. Everything's <laughs> on par. So I can hear got you. Yeah, ba- is- yeah, yeah, yeah. Got my Badger gear on, man. Everything, <laughs> everything is copacetic, man. So we could talk, talk a little Badger basketball. You don't have to cover for me like you always did for so many years, man. So I appreciate. Yeah, you. yeah, Again. yeah. Run, run on the baseline <laughs> while you got to. Ju- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hit me. Face me, Laurie. Up. Yeah, I had to step yeah. up for one. me and sam sam always complains about that the spacing sam's a big spacing guy now so he hates he's he's a stickler every time we watch film right now in london sam's like talking about the other team their spacing's terrible they're spacing guy's not filling the corner (laughs) yeah hey welcome to it taking care of sam or is he taking care of you what's going what's going on man you know sam's taking care of me man yeah i figured he's taking taking care of me man (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i'm just over here chilling he's got he's doing his thing he just got back uh he's got back into action last game first game back in like four weeks and coming back from injury so happy to see him back out there man but Let's it's jump done. into it, man. Let's jump into it. Badgers just won, what was it, the Fort Myers tip-off? Down, obviously, in Fort Myers, beating Robert Morris first, Virginia, and SMU. Not t- not the not the craziest slate of games, but, hey, a championship's a championship, right? You get a trophy. Feeling man. good about yourself, going into a tough week, you take it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So... I'm watching the game, the SMU game, obviously, being the championship. What were some things that you liked, didn't like, stuck out to you, et cetera? Yeah, I think with the tournament in general, I mean, starting with Virginia and SMU, I mean, uh, obviously a, a rougher start to the year in terms of a uh, t- tough Tennessee loss, uh, pretty putrid loss to Providence. So it was good to see them step up and, and play a little bit better, especially in the Virginia game. Um, and then SMU, you know, I, I personally, you know, I got a new favorite player. Of all time, in Wisconsin. Wait, who was your who was your top three before? Well, I mean, I'm thinking like post retirement, like guys that I've watched. Like obviously, you and Frank are like you know my favorite, you know whatever. But <laughs> guys who I've liked watching, yeah, as a alum, poet, yeah, John Blackwell. John Blackwell's the guy. That kid is my favorite player I've watched in the last ten years. Is hey, he I played for for four weeks? Is I just I love that kid. <laughs> I love that kid. The way he plays, uh, what he does, um, but you know that that's a topic for another conversation. But just in general, I thought you know what I liked was our depth. I think we got a lot of depth. We can throw a lot of bodies out there, different situations. Uh, I liked that we closed out games. You know, specifically with the SMU game, Chucky coming up big in some in some big time uh, spots, and uh, that's what we missed last year. You know, we had a lot of close games, a lot of close losses, and to close out a championship game where it was kind of a back and forth game, the final eight minutes or so, and. And we came up with the big shots. We came up with the big plays where last year we were on the wrong side of that way too much. So yeah. uh, it's good to, good to get a uh, feel good about yourself coming into a kind of a tough stretch here and heading to Big Ten play. So uh, it's good to see. Have you been an alum for 10 years? Getting there, man. Nine years. Damn, you old as hell. Was- it's been nine <laughs> years almost since that national championship, huh? 
It's about 2014, 15, yeah. So, wow. 2324. So, wow. That's crazy. That's I heard crazy. they're, you know, we host Arizona next year. I heard they're doing a 10 year reunion for the Arizona game. It sounds pretty, you know. I'm being there lit. I'm being there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that's where I was there. like, that's where I found it. I was like, wow, we are almost 10 years. Oh, that's crazy. That yep. is, yeah, man. Shoot. So, that makes me what? 12? Older. Yes, you're yep. 12. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Anyway, I'm still in my early 30s. You're 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 pushing late 30s. Don't don't put my government business out to the public, man. I done told you about that. You know about that. (laughs) You know about that. But no, John Blackwell, man, he's 18 minutes a game, nine and a half points a game as a freshman, 50, 50, and 84 from the field to start off the season. So yeah, there's there's a ton to like about him. Numbers Um, don't tell a story either. No, yeah, numbers don't always. Yeah, yep, of course. You know, typical Wisconsin basketball. We don't rely on the numbers for certain, but you know. But no, you're right though. He's been he's been great defensively, offensively. Uh, So I'm assuming that's been your your uh, what surprised you or impressed you the most. Do we need to? Do you want to? You know, go into more depth and detail on that since you said numbers don't tell the whole story. (laughs) Well, I, know, I think we just were expecting in the year, you know, you got A.J. Storr coming in, you know, Connor Seijin is going to be a sophomore, you got Chucky, you have Max, you have all these guards. Blackwell might be our best our best basketball player out there just in terms of he, he just knows how to play the game. He he spaces when he needs to space, he cuts when he needs to cut, he, he doesn't get screened, he finds a way to get over screen to contest, he, he offensive rebounds, he's aggressive. Like, I feel like he just makes the right play, the right decision, and he does it aggressively, he does it hard, he does it in the right spots. Uh, I just really like his feel for the game, and I like the, the addition he adds to our, our team. He's one of those guys that he's just going to be hard to keep off the floor for Gardo and, and the staff moving forward, and it's it's going to be interesting to see how it, how it all plays out because Connor Seasons only played like eight minutes a game. He's not even seen the floor. And AJ Storr is sometimes not out there. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the rotation plays out because Chucky's our point guard. Blackwell's going to be pretty hard to keep off the floor, and Max is pretty solid, and that's kind of the, you know. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here because, quite frankly, right now you can't have AJ and Connor out there together defensively. I don't think he trusts that right now. I think AJ's still learning. I think Connor's got some ways to go. He's trying to get healthy. So it's going to be interesting to see how that guard rotation plays out. Is backtrack it? John Blackwell is, might be the best freshman since maybe like Sam in there. And then and he's, but he's, he's having I mean, so far seven. Better, but he's playing better than Sam was as a freshman. As yeah. a freshman. And I can't think maybe Orlando. Evan. Orlando, yeah. Orlando played, yeah, almost 10 a game as a freshman, 18 minutes a game. That, yeah, that's pretty crazy to and, think and about. And not only that, but like the spark. Like he's yeah. the guy that he's, is, is, you know, we, we have, we're on a four minute drought and he's the one making a play or he's the one making a defensive stake. He's kind of the guy that I feel like people trust already, which is weird. He brings a, a he brings a free flowing nature to the game and a, that's yeah, right. like you said a spark and all that. But to uh, Coach Guard and, and Joe and Sharif Dean credit they they talked highly about John Blackwell coming in. I remember I got to play with them. Uh, what was it? Oh, the Hall of Fame weekend that we uh, that we had and he I got to play with him and they were really high on him coming in out of Detroit. Yep. Um, and you, I mean, you could, then he was, you could just see the length that you couldn't necessarily tell he was going to be this good. So 
it's cool to see. But as a freshman, as a freshman, like at Wisconsin, I would argue it's probably one of the hardest places typically to be a freshman at just because you almost come in with the idea that you yeah. come in with the idea that you're not going to play, but you know that you're going to have to what pay your dues, I guess, in a sense, you kind of shot to the, you shot right up the, the ranks, uh, so to speak. So I guess for him, what was your mindset when you came in as a freshman? I just illuminate maybe what he's thinking now, getting more minutes and having the success that he's having. Well, I came in expecting to just that red shirt, you know, honestly, <laughs> red shirt potentially, uh, honestly, it was kind of my thought, okay, I could come in and maybe back up you at the point guard position and give you two minutes in the first half and two minutes of the second half, play four minutes and be perfectly content with that, you know, um, thinking that I had the ability to potentially do that. And I just listened to what you had to say, John, the leaders of the team, I worked really hard. I played hard. And next thing I knew I was playing and I didn't really think anything of it, but I think John Blackwell, I think has a different level of almost confidence and aggressiveness as a freshman too, in terms of, I think he sees what's going on out there and sees that he's, you know, one of the guys, you know, athletically and physically that can, can make a difference on the court. So, um, I, I don't know if you listened to that SMU game, but I think the announcer made a pretty good comp that I liked a little bit. He, he called him uh, Io Desumu from, from Illinois. Um, and Io obviously was a tremendous player at Illinois who ended up being a, a Big Ten, you know, first team all, all, you know, first team all Big Ten guy and, and did some really good things at, at Illinois. And I, I, could, I could kind of see him getting to that point in, in a couple years. Um, obviously that's a big task to have, but I think just the way they both move, their their uh their free flowingness, as you said, their ability, the versatility offensively, defensively to make an impact on the game with or without the ball in their hand. I think that was a pretty good comparison. But yeah, he's got something that most freshmen don't come in, especially the guard position, just to have that that way to impact the game in more in more ways than one. When most freshmen come in and think they gotta score, they gotta do this or that to get on the floor, he's found other ways to get on the floor first. And then once you're on the floor, you can make things happen. Yeah, scoring is kind of the byproduct of his spark, like you said. Like you brought that spark, and I think you probably you hit a bunch of open shots and stuff like that. But he like right. he has that definite aggressiveness. I think it was kind of a similar situation too, like an older wing who had like we had Rob Wilson, right? And you know you they have Connor now. That being said, the one thing looking back on our teams with you coming along, I think where Coach Ryan maybe could have done a better job was to incorporate both you and Rob, you know, to give us more punch and more depth. So I think that's going to be an important thing for Coach Guard and Coach and Joe and all those dudes to find a way to uplift Connor, for lack of a better term, yep. while still getting Blackwell because I don't think that can only make your team better. If you have a freshman and a sophomore can get you 20 minutes each and be productive, I mean, and they're playing hard. Like I think one thing you learn as a pro is, and you can attest to this too, when you, like – it's cool to play 35 minutes, and everybody wants to be the man and play 35 minutes. But when you can play 22, 25, and you're more, you're fresh, and you can play hard for those 20, 22, 25, like you can still do some things and and make a statement for the next level at college, at the college level, doing that, like playing those 20, 25, and averaging 10 and 11 and looking really good, or even eight, whatever, eight, nine. So I think yes. that's going to be yes. a huge thing for for those dudes, uh, the coaching staff, and the players to kind of embrace. And if you could do that, I think kind of the sky would become the limit for this team uh, make them really dangerous offensively, specifically. Yeah, yeah, you make a good point because I feel like in Wisconsin, typically you're either playing 32 to 38 minutes or you're playing like eight. 
You know, there, there typically hasn't been that middle ground where you got a bunch of guys that are playing and maybe it's a game-by-game, game, matchup-by-matchup situation. Guys got to be more ready. It's typically been set in stone. Um, I, I do think this team reminds us me a little bit of that team that you mentioned in 2010-11, your junior year. Take out you and John, you're, you're the All-American status, but everybody else, like it feels like we have like 10, 11 guys who could play. Yeah, I think that team did too. It's almost like, man, could you combine, you know, Blackwell and uh, Connor to one player? Like, could you could combine me and Rob into one player? You know, Mike Bruzewitz and Ryan Evans into one player instead of trying to find a way to get everybody out there together. So it's a good problem to have, but it's almost like, what is our eight going to be? What is our our five going to be? Uh, you know, in crunch time, I, I don't. I think it's going to be a game by game, and it's going to be progressed on the season so it's gonna be pretty interesting to see how the coaching staff handles that how the players to your point uh handle you know kind of the the, the influx of you know good and bad moments so yeah uh, sip on have and, and to me right now i think you kind of have a staple of like you know who three guys like top maybe even tyler might not be out there some games in crunch time which i think is fine i think chucky and steven crow are going to be out there crunch time most likely aj store when he's making shots right but you know, the other two guys on the floor, I think could be Connor, could be Max, could be Tyler, could be could be Nolan Winter at some point. Like, you never know, like, depending on how he's going. Um, so, again, yeah, I think that's – I don't think you should combine players. Like, I think you should just utilize – because you, obviously you can't do that. You should just utilize right. guys. <laughs> you should just utilize guys' strengths. And, again, that would be – a challenge to uh, a challenge to coach guard and those dudes, but I think one- AJ's only played like 22, 23 minutes a game too. Yeah, so it's just like times where he hasn't been out there at the end because again, he's still got to figure out the defensive. Uh, there's been times where he's just done a couple silly things that he probably worked at other schools where you just you know you turn your back to the guy in the corner to go down to the post and then they throw it out and you got a wide open shot and that's just yeah. not what we do. Yeah, and I think that happened against Providence. The guy missed a shot, but I was just like, ooh. That yeah. that's not going to look good on film tomorrow when Coach Guard's reviewing that with the guys. Like, yeah. hey, he still got to just learn a little bit. So I, I I think he's got the ability to do, to do that mentally and physically based on what I've heard about him. Really good, smart kid, but uh, it just comes with time. Yeah, that that and shot selection for him too, especially from the three point line. Right now he's shooting, I think he's six of, he's six of twenty six from the three point line and thirty four of eighty five uh, on the season from the field overall. So that makes him what twenty eight of 28 to 69 from from the field, um, which is, you know, 45, whatever percent that is. Uh, I don't know exactly off the top of my head. But um, once you get the, if he, you know, shot selection from the three, he's going to be lights out offensively. So, yeah, like you said, clean up the little things on defense. One thing I would be worried about is where Connor's season's head is at right now, which is yeah. <laughs> for fans, as for alumni, whatever. I'm sure for Coach Guard and them, you know, in this day and age, college basketball, like, what do you think he's gonna? <laughs> what do you... I know. I uh, that's the first thing that popped into my head too, and I was looking at his numbers, like, because he hasn't played more than thirteen minutes a game, like in any game. Not even like he's he's playing like eight, seven, you know. But so I was kind of watching his body language a little bit on the on the bench, and he was as hyped up as anybody, as as happy to win the trophy and celebrating and doing that, whereas. Most guys, I think myself probably included, would be a little bit stuck to my chair <laughs> a little bit more. So he seems to be a tremendous teammate and, and and content with it. But at some point, he's going to want to get on the floor and contribute more as well. Yeah, especially given coming off that freshman season that he had where he was arguably, arguably the best offensive player at times. <laughs> so yes. not arguably, he was the best offensive player right. at times. So 
Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see where they go with that, but uh, something to keep an eye on for for episodes coming forward. That being said, big win. Congrats to the guys. Shout out Coach Gar. First piece of hardware on the season. Hopefully more to come. And nothing bigger than the next game coming up, as you know, as a Wisconsinite. Which, again, I didn't know that was a, a thing until like until I got to college. I thought it was a Wisconsin or Wisconsin's or something. So as a, <laughs> as a Wisconsinite to the Marquette game coming up, number three ranked Marquette at the crib at Cole Center. You know, I know what that game means to you, honestly, and and all. It does not mean as much to me as like just being from Minnesota. I became it met, started to mean more to me when I was at school. Uh, but you think after we lost your senior year? Yeah, even that. Like I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like you reacted, it meant something to you. No, that was just that was tequila. <laughs> that was tequila after the game. Yeah, that was that was tequila after the game. You might have forgot I, about that night. I did. I didn't forget about. It. I didn't know the power of Twitter. <laughs> that was Twitter. Twitter was still new, so I was just talking. <laughs> I was just talking. But um, what would it mean to take care of business at home, or how big would it be of a momentum builder to take care of business at the crib against Marquette, especially where they're at? Yeah, it's a it's a fun it's a fun game, and like you said, I grew up in Wisconsin. I grew up twenty minutes from Marquette's campus. Um, just kind of a Marquette fan growing up, you know, D Wade days, Travis Diener days, and all that. So, um, but then coming to the other side, coming to Wisconsin is it's it's fun. It's just you know you like these rivalry games in state. It, it you know kind of brings the state together, kind of two sides. But uh, it's always good when one it's good when both teams are good, but especially when one team is good coming in into your house. You know, my senior year, I think we were ranked second in the country going to Marquette so it was really fun to, to kind of uh have the underdog there trying to upset you know a team and it's kind of the opposite of that now um but I think we match up really well with them it's gonna be a fun game I think the the crowd seems to be excited for it here in the states you know I'm, I'm here in Wisconsin so uh, people are excited for it and uh uh tough stretch coming up not just with Marquette but hopefully a good start to uh to take home the the state championship as we call it and uh get yourself feeling good heading to Big Ten play. Yeah, I think it's one of those games, too, that can really not – it's not going to make or break your season, but it could be the start of something. Like, you win that game, then you go to Arizona. Who knows what's going to happen? But we'll get to that. But, yeah, it could – it's one of those things where if you win and then, you know, the the media is going to start talking about, oh, are these guys like a really good team? How deep are they? You know, this, that, and the third. just makes you feel good as a team, as you know. And who knows what can snowball from there? Do you have like a, yeah, like a Marquette? You have like a a, a memory from the rivalry that s- sticks out to you? Uh, I think my freshman year was a ton of fun. So your junior year, we yeah. went into Marquette. There's actually a picture uh, that, that popped mine. up on my my Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a fun one. They yeah. had like Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder, Dwight Bikes. They were yeah. they were pretty loaded, and we had you know you and John. So we had there's a lot of talent on the floor, and it's my first time kind of going back home. And you know Vander Blue and I were kind of the same class freshmen out there mm-hmm. playing, and uh, um, you know down to the wire game came down to, like the last possession. We got a little little steal at the end. You knocked down a couple free throws and just kind of talking shit to the crowd at the end was 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 kind of my favorite part. And I got <laughs> you know, my, my 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 first moment to college basketball. I felt like was that you know coming into a tough environment. Uh, a rivalry game, you know, being on the floor and helping contribute to uh, a pretty high-level basketball game and, and getting to, you know, kind of trip to the fans and stuff like that. I always liked doing that, you know, even though it didn't show, it was, it was fun for me. So uh, that was probably my favorite memory of that rivalry. Every other game was 
you know, we won either pretty handily or, you know, we lost your senior year. But uh, other than that, you know, just as a fan, I, I always watched you growing up too. Uh, but yeah. that was play, my, my favorite. I don't know if you have anything different, but mine, mine was gonna be. I remember talking, talking shit to the to the uh, fans sitting courtside. I remember you like, hit a free you throw. The pizza the, line, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking, then I think you got the steal to really ice it for real at the end, right, yeah. right in front of our bench, or yeah. no, right in front their of their bench, bench. Their, yeah, bench, their yeah. bench, yeah. And so yeah, that was probably uh, probably mine as well too. And then. Not necessarily a positive memory, but obviously the tweet that I sent out. Uh, I, 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 I always Dan Fay. He never lets me. Dan and JD yeah. always talk about it uh, after we lost my senior year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hashtag well, my it, ain't it, shit. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know the vibes. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's one vibes. of those things to me personally too. You know, I, I have a lot of Marquette fra- fans from my school. You know, being growing up in the Milwaukee area, so like to turn those fans into Badger fans and to talk shit to those guys who are yeah. you know just you know being a high school kid and college kid like that was always fun. And then, uh, but it's one of those rivalries that you know I, I don't know what you went, but I went three and one. Uh, kind of one loss almost hurts more than three wins. Uh, you know, one, yeah, yeah. You know, even I'd... though we we got the better of it, it's still like, damn, that one that we lost. Yeah, it hurts a little bit more than, I, than the good the, the wins felt. <laughs> I think the one that we lost probably hurts the most because that was probably the easiest one on paper that I played in. I went two and two. We lost uh, when they had like Dominic James and Jarrell McNeil my freshman oh, year. That's stacked, yeah. And, yeah, and then my senior year when they like well, just, at yeah, home too. At, at home. home, yeah. That was probably the one where I was like, oh, we should have we should have walked that one for for to be honest, but. uh Either way, you actually want to hear a funny story is, I don't know if I, I think I told you this, but Vander, for those that don't know, Vander Blue was committed to Wisconsin, or remember that, before you committed, right? And verbally committed. And he was asking me questions about being one and done and if he could go one and done from Wisconsin. And I just straight up, I was pretty honest with him. And I was like, I it might be tight on you. Like, <laughs> it, might, it, might, it might be tough, but you can, I told him you could have success, but I don't know if you can be one and done. And I don't know if it was on me. He never told me. But I was cool with Vander because I played against him in high school too. And then he decommitted, not like pretty soon thereafter, after we had that conversation through text. So yeah, you're welcome for your scholarship. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. And, and it worked out well for everyone, I think. Vander, so, Vander is always a good player in high school. We play against him a lot. A uh, good dude to play against, and uh, it's fun to continue that in college a little bit. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just wanted Badger, Badger fans to know that I'm responsible for Captain America being at Wisconsin. That's a, that's all I want. There's a, to a lot that. more than that story that we don't need to go into. <laughs> nonetheless, yes. It was good, uh, I have some interesting Marquette recruiting stories when I was in high school as a recruit, but I'm not going to get into that either. So, <laughs> One of these days we'll get into it. Yes. We'll get into it. Uh, but then last yeah. – yeah. <laughs> Right. And then obviously after Marquette, let's just say in a hypothetical world, we beat Marquette, and then you go into Arizona right after that on the road, number three ranked team in the country – number two ranked team in the country, sorry, and you beat them – what would that mean to the program, and is that even a possibility? Is it a possibility to beat Marquette and, and Arizona, in your honest opinion? Well, there's Michigan State in the middle of that, too, at Michigan at, State. Oh, shoot, forgot about that. So yes, those, yeah, this was, that. those three games in a seven-day stretch. So uh, I think it is a tall task to win all three of these games, but I do think we can we can take – if we can take two of them, that's a – you take that in a heartbeat. Um, I, going to Arizona, I think it's going to be a challenge. I think their size just presents a lot, and just you know, traveling out to the West Coast, just a different style of play. I think it's going to uh, be a big challenge. But I certainly think with the way we match up against Marquette, being at home, 
And I think with, with Michigan State, knowing everything that they do, they do the same shit they've done forever, so do we, and it's just kind of going to be a battle. And I feel like we've been playing just as well as Michigan State has. So I certainly think those are the two games that stand out to me as as very, very winnable, is, is the Michigan State Marquette one. Arizona, um, yeah, I think it'll be a tough one, but it's college <laughs> basketball. You can be, anybody can beat anyone. I think we, as one thing I've learned is these – these small, you know, mid-major teams are better than you think, and these big, high-major teams—Kentucky, Duke, Arizona—they're they're not as good as you think they are. So it's it's everyone is pretty in there. And it's just a matter of who's playing better, who's making shots, who's confident, and aggressive, and um. So I'll take two and one and be happy with it. it yeah, Arizona is uh, and Wisconsin, Arizona and Wisconsin is kind of butting into this rivalry, and like you said, yeah, especially with the transfer portal now, these these mid or these high major programs or blue bloods are not, I don't think, what they were at one point in time. Uh, to your point, but um, Arizona is would will be the most fun game to watch for me, just because looking at their roster, I, that's who I hope. Wisconsin can kind of model this roster after uh, just in the sense of their depth. They have shoot tw- eight guys. No, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys that play at least 14 minutes a game. Is they it have one, two, three, four, five, six guys averaging 10 points a game? Yeah. Which I think is their strength. And that's along with their size, like you mentioned. But I, again, I think that's possible for Wisconsin, especially the free flowing type of offense uh-huh. that Coach Guard's trying to put in. You saw in that like last half of the last eight minutes of the SMU game when they scored, I think thirty of the sixty nine points that they had, because guys kind of started, you know, early in the game, guys were we were playing through crowd through Steve, and the ball would get reversed. We cut that uh, that Princeton action out, and guys wouldn't even look for the ball in that Princeton cut. And then later in the game, it just got much more aggressive where everybody was looking to score. Everybody was looking for their opportunity. And yep. then when you have freedom and things like that, it really just becomes uh, do each does each individual have the responsibility to take good shots, pass up good shots for great shots. But everybody's got to be aggressive in that in that sense. So I think that's possible with this group of guys. And I think you have, you know, between, you know, Max and from AJ, Tyler, Chucky, Steven, John Blackwell, Max, Connor, and even Nolan, if you play him, that's eight guys that I think can score on any given night 10 to ten to 15 points. Uh, so I think that can be a strength of the team. Right now you have four, five guys averaging around 10 points, which is pretty good. Yeah, I totally so. agree. It's a, it's a good a good problem to have, like I said. And I don't know, I shouldn't have said we were going to lose to Arizona because we have Arizona's number. I I'm, I like Arizona. I'm about to say, he ain't lost to Arizona in a minute. He ain't lost to Arizona in a minute, man. So only positive things to say about Arizona. Like we we, we played down in Tucson. Then we played the NCAA tournament. That was that was a cool place to play. I'm yeah, sure we, it's pretty. I'm sure it's gonna be a cool place with Arizona fans too. That'd be fun. Did we we won in Tucson too? Won both games in Tucson. So yeah, we we yep. yeah we yeah we right. Yeah. Yeah, Wisconsin we like does well Yeah, we we like it down there. Probably because half the Wisconsin uh, alumni community goes down there in the winter. I'm sure. So That's right. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be plenty of Badger fans down there uh, in the beginning of December to to cheer on the group. And Michigan State, and they're four and three. They haven't been the same in the past couple of years, so not too worried about that. But we shall see how it goes, my man. And going into Breslin is going to the Breslin, though. It's, it's uh. Did you ever win at Breslin? No, that's uh, that's it's actually the only place I never won. That, that you know, the only place 10. you you haven't won, right? 
I think so. Other than like Rutgers, it was just one year in the Big Ten or something when I was there. Yeah, I, didn't I don't think get anyone who's been there in Maryland was on the way out one year. So the the original Big Ten that was there for all four or five years. Okay, Maryland's the only place. I don't know, yeah. but. I think Resolent, we've had Breslin is the only gym that your freshman year is the only gym that I didn't win in. We were up nine with two and a half minutes left. John yep. John tried to turn into I don't know who John thought he was, man. Tried to go in between the legs, got ripped by Draymond. It's yeah, not about Draymond. He can't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. <laughs> but John John was a Draymond killer in college though, so we let him slide for that. <laughs> yep. We let him slide, man. But that is all that we got for you guys this week, man. We appreciate you checking us out. And make sure you go follow along again on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And on YouTube and on on all other socials, excuse me, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok with the handle at Beyond the Big Ten. I am Jordan Taylor. That's Josh Gasser. We'll catch you all next time.